I'm just glad the idiot didn't interrupt my Snapchat. <laughs> he gets kicked in the back by surprise. Yeah. And doesn't even stumble. And his thing is, ah, at least I didn't, get, at least I didn't ruin my Snapchat. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Welcome to episode 99. This episode of see we talk about space. Speed. And don't try to underestimate Anton, because you know he won't go speechless. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. <laughs> yeah, what is, see, all, I, what is that all about? <laughs> really? You don't know where that line's from? Yeah. Which one? Speechless. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> all right. Uh, Let, let's let's go ahead and uh, talk about uh, our whole week. Yeah, it's been a whole week since we uh, yeah. recorded. Mm-hmm. Um. Mine's been pretty busy with work. Uh, I think th- this week hasn't been too crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. it, like socially, it's just been. Well, actually, yesterday I was at a baptism and birthday party. Mm-hmm. Um, but Thursday it was just because we wanted to go see a movie, so mm-hmm. we kind of had to reschedule our our Thursday movie. Um, I did get followed at Target by their security <laughs> today. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah. What happened? I went to Target for some quick things for like lunch for the week, and yeah. you weren't stealing want... anything. Were no, you? no. Is it because I... you're Mexican? <laughs> I'll tell you why I think it was. Okay. So I walked in, and by the baskets, there was just this guy. He just like had on oh, my phone. It. Um, he was just standing by the the baskets, like kind of back to the baskets, um, by the pillar by the entrance, and he just has his phone up. He's going ha ha, like kind of like laughing, but he's like probably six foot in shape really tight sweater and jeans yeah and i'm all like he's playing close security like he's like i, I don't know something about him that means like like he looked he, he looked at a place i'm like whatever yeah and i got my car and i was like Dri- uh, driving <laughs> i was walking and like when i turned the when i turned aside i was walking down the aisle and i see another one same thing hoodie jeans guy by himself really in shape I'm like oh there's another one <laughs> all right whatever um as i'm walking to the store that second guy he kept popping up uh-huh and i'm like oh security's following me and just to kind of mess with him i was like i saw him i walked past him i turned into an aisle but i didn't go all the way into the aisle i kind of just like put my card in the aisle and i stood at the edge so as soon as he tried to like turn to follow me he saw me right there and he went other direction <laughs> 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 um so it was just funny. I was, uh, so I was like texting uh, my friend Julia because she used to work at Target. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on with Target today, but mm-hmm. they're on really high alert. I'm like, it's a holiday weekend, like extra like theft. She's like, no, they're probably training new like security, like plainclothes security. And I'm like, that uh, makes sense. Because uh-huh. I, what I think was happening was the guy at the front, he's texting the other guys which customers to keep an eye on. Mm-hmm. So here I am coming in in a hoodie, basketball shorts by myself, um, like just like like I don't know, like I I can see why I would stand out uh-huh. compared to everybody. It looks else. like you were trying to steal something. Yeah, suspicious. I mean, it, yeah, <laughs> not, not not steal something, but I'm a, I'm a probably a highly tar- uh, 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 the, the the demographic they're looking for. Not necessarily because yeah. I'm Mexican, but just because I'm by myself, um, and my age, and you know, mm-hmm. um. But I was like, oh god, I'm like that, like that was that was just fun messing with them though, just to make them <laughs> insecure. <laughs> and I was purposely like going through like random aisles. Like I just had to get uh-huh. like maple syrup, orange juice, and uh and eggs. <laughs> Wait, they were to, like, following just... you through through the uh they, the food aisles? 
they were easily because the, the thing is like the, the guy wasn't even like walking through the same aisles i was he would walk past my aisle or if i was like um walking like in the main hall like walk area or whatever he was down a hallway that he can watch me from like he was mm-hmm. like i was always within line of sight of him yeah <laughs> so i was purposely just like zigzagging through just to see just to mess with them that's crazy um yeah that was fun that was unexpected uh so usually like i, I don't know I, I guess target has more like an official um security guard wear stuff like that you're in they're in uniform but they uh, you know when, when i when i go to like grocery stores especially like i remember going to ralph's i would see like uh security guards they would just oh well that's loss prevention never mind yeah yeah they just no, wear yeah, regular clothes yeah loss prevention they're, they're playing close security um mm-hmm. Yeah, because they do have the regular security, which is like they're just like their navy blue polos with the little Target logo. Yeah. Um, and then they have their plain clothes security, which a lot of I think Macy's has them too, and all that. Like they have their their people. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, a couple of weeks ago I saw my first like them them uh in action, because I was walking towards the Target and I saw like this I guess same thing. This is how I know what they wear. Uh, this guy standing by the door on the outside, like like by the like by like those giant like red spheres mm-hmm. on his phone. And he kept looking at the looking at the door, looking back at the door. And at one point, he's kind of like, kind of looking. I'm like, what the hell? Like, I thought he was like, as a guy trying to play a prank on his friend or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when a guy, a dude, is about to walk out, he just kind of stands right in front of him, kind of like blocking like basketball. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a screen, but mm-hmm. <laughs> he's kind of like blocking his way so he can't get out, mm-hmm. not touching the guy. And then another security guard comes behind the guy that trying to he's trying to block. Uh, and then they they uh-huh. escort him back into the store and stuff like that. I'm like, damn! Like, I wouldn't be able to do that. I'd be want to tackle the guy. I can't like not make contact with the guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Um, so I don't know what it is, but like in the Westminster area, it seems like there's a lot more. Well, and it's not just Westminster. It's like Garden Grove also too. That's be getting a lot of crime, and it's usually like uh, suspects are from different cities coming into, uh, you know, um, Westminster and Garden Grove. Right, you've been uh, seeing a lot of that. No, I think it's they've always been there, and I think because uh-huh. I work retail, I know what the spot. But yeah, they've always been there. I mean, because recently, uh, you you heard about the the bank uh, situation, right, on uh, Brookhurst and uh, Westminster, where uh, uh, this lady just went into the bank, got some money or something. She went out. She was followed by by a um, a black male, uh, and he was chasing her. She knows that. She was being uh, chased, mm-hmm. and then the, he grabs her purse, uh, runs off, gets into a car, and she's like literally still holding onto the purse. And usually, oh, I did yeah, hear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And usually, like, um, you just let it go, and then have you know the police do their job. But she just kept holding onto it, and yeah. she got ran over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, they try to um, rush her to the ER, and then I guess during surgery she died. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, that's a scary thing. Bank robber, how often bank robberies happen? Um, I think this one just kind of make, make, got news coverage because uh, the woman was injured and eventually died. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but like, yeah, I mean, I worked at a bank, and uh, when I was at the branch, uh, we would get little notifications. It's kind of like a little like like I am notification it just pops up saying, um, you know, either a suspected uh, like possible robbery. Like mm-hmm. that, the, you know, the, another bank, like they, they spotted somebody un- suspicious in their area. Yeah. Or somebody walked into the branch, looked around and then walked out. 
that's another suspicious thing because i mean they could be just casing to see how many people are inside mm-hmm. and if they're going to come back to rob it or if there actually was a robbery mm-hmm. and then they'll tell you which intersection it happened at so like we'd get like i'd, I'd probably see like two notifications a day when i when I worked at the branch so yeah, yeah so i mean this is not the first time that it happened at this specific location mm. um i think previously i i heard about um i think it was a year or two years ago mm-hmm. where uh someone was uh getting money out of the atm they got shot there damn yeah same bank same yeah. plaza yeah. um yeah but that's crazy uh other than that i mean you know um it's garden grove ha- has some other th- couple uh crimes that are kind of uh, uh crazy too because like uh, me living in florida i hear about this mm-hmm. stuff all the time oh <laughs> yeah we, wait wait we never hear stories out of florida <laughs> yeah but it's crazy because it's like you know our neighborhoods and stuff so i mean it, it's right down the street from pretty much uh where we live so um yeah yeah but other than that uh let me tell you about my week uh, oh yeah Go ahead. better positive stuff <laughs> yeah so uh julie and i have been together for officially 13 years mm-hmm. so we uh had our anniversary um uh, little trip that we had last weekend. I, I don't think I told you about it because I've uh, been saving for this week. Uh, we went to a place called Discovery Cove, uh, which is a, uh, I think it is the third park, second, second park of SeaWorld here before they open up the, the water park. It's okay. called, yeah, so it's called Discovery Cove. Uh, what they have here is a bunch of different pools Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically a water park, but you get to interact with uh, the sea life. Mm-hmm. So there'd be like one specific pool that is uh, for uh, salt water. So you, there's like a lot of uh, stingrays, uh, fishes, sharks, um, just tropical uh, stuff. And you actually go snorkeling. Dude, that mm-hmm. water's super cold. Um, yeah. It was like probably like in the 60s or something like that. Well, yeah, or, it has to be or, for the, it has to be the temperature for the wildlife. It can't be for the for the comfort yeah. of the people in it. Yeah, but it's kind of cool. Uh, w- when you go to this park, they give you a wetsuit, so you can mm-hmm. actually uh, fit into it and uh, go snorkeling and do whatever you need to do. Um, it's so different than going to SeaWorld because you actually get to interact with the animals. Uh, well, whoa, one, excuse me, sir. There's a little tide pool touching area in, at SeaWorld. It's the exact same thing. I can yeah. use my finger and uh-huh. touch a stingray. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, they also have like a dolphin counter where you get to swim with the dolphin. So we, mm-hmm. we did that. You have to pay extra for that. I think it was like an extra 80 or 90 bucks extra. Yeah. Um, you get about half an hour in uh, interaction with the dolphin. So that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. So throughout the day, I mean, we just... Uh, uh, swim in different pools and got to see a lot of different uh, wildlife um we got to see ot- sea otters you remember sea otters like yeah. yeah yeah um we got to see those that was pretty cool mm. uh got to feed birds uh, a lot of tropical birds that they have there oh okay yeah. well there's plenty of birds you can just throw bread out there it's birds yeah. boom yeah exactly uh <laughs> it's crazy because uh during lunchtime and even during breakfast time there's a place where you can go eat and it's all you can eat all day uh, up until like three o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's included with your admission. So it's kind of cool when you get to go in here. You only pay one price and everything is included except for the extra stuff. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when we're having breakfast in the morning, 
uh, I went to get like orange juice. We already got our food. I put it down. I went to go get orange juice, and uh, uh, Julie was like standing there the whole time trying to fight, you know, birds off. So when I came back, I saw her standing, and she's not eating. I was like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "I'm trying to protect your food." <laughs> oh, the birds are desensitized to humans, so they're just yeah. aggressive when it comes to the food. Yeah, so, oh, okay. so they're trying to eat our breakfast. So we had like you know egg, sausage, that's, whatever. That's San Francisco Fisherman Wharf all over again. Yeah. So <laughs> as soon as you leave your 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 area, yeah. there would be a bird that that would yeah. just like you know um exact same experience at Fisherman's Wharf. Exact yeah. same thing. As soon as you <laughs> yeah. turn around, those birds flock on that food. Yeah, but dude, I think this is the first time I've been to a theme park, and the food is actually really good. Um. For lunch, I had uh, steak and chimichurri sauce. Ooh. Yeah, uh, Julie had um, salmon uh, with with like um, bourbon glaze, so mm-hmm. it was pretty nice. nice. Yeah, so it's very. I mean, you can go back and, and and get more food if you wanted to, but I mean, the line was too long, especially um, last weekend. This weekend, it's kind of like a holiday because it's Memorial weekend. Yeah. So yeah, it, it seems like it's a little busy. But other than that, I I really thought that this is a really neat park. Um, very worth it if you're going on a slow season, because mm-hmm. it's cheap and uh, well, it's not cheap. It's pretty pricey. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, a, um, it's a yeah. theme park. <laughs> yeah. So compared to all the other parks, uh, you really get the bang for the buck for this one because you're inter- interacting with uh, a lot of animals. So mm-hmm. yeah. And then other than that, I, I stayed at this hotel on um, Universal Property. It's called Aventura. It's one of their new hotels that they opened up a couple months ago. And the cool thing about this hotel is they have a floor dedicated to VR, which is kind of Ooh. different. Um, which fits the name because uh, uh, that name in Spanish is Adventure. Aventura? Aventura, yeah. Uh, surprisingly, up in hollywood they have a aventura hotel so i think they're trying to mimic the the same style here at universal um orlando yeah yeah but other than that the room is really nice uh we had a view of uh volcano bay which is uh universal's um water park mm-hmm. um and then at the very top of the roof there's like a, a really nice bar and get to see pretty much the the whole skyline of uh orlando which is pretty nice the hotel so we stayed there for a night and we did that sea world uh discovery cove thing and uh yeah it was it was a really laid back weekend and i I think i would totally do it again but probably some other experience so that's why you went mia (laughs) yeah (laughs) pretty Uh, much no that sounds fun though i Mm -hmm. liked it all right anton uh anything else for the week update no let's get into the show dude all right let's start with news All right, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this on the show, um, mm-hmm. that Taika Waititi is mm-hmm. going to be uh, directing the Akira movie. Yeah. Well, we finally got a release date. They're looking at the release date of summer of 2021. So mm-hmm. two years from now, we should be getting the movie in theaters. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, uh, it's, I, I don't know if uh, Taika is going to give it more of a serious uh, type of vibe or if yeah. he's going to throw in uh, some comedy. I think he's seen the success he's had with comedy, so I hope he sticks to it and doesn't mm-hmm. get like doesn't try to get something like let's try something new. I'm gonna try to get into drama. Let's get yeah. the serious and gritty. <laughs> <laughs> let's get a bit yeah. gritty, gritty, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, I don't, his New uh, Zealand accent. Yeah, I can't. I can't finish the that mimic that that accent anymore from uh, yeah. from Guardians. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, what, what is it? Korg. Korg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Love that uh, what else is going on with with the movie news? Um, since uh, you were talking about the release date for uh, Akita, they also have a release date for um, Sonic because it's being pushed back because mm-hmm. of the whole um, backlash of character design. So now uh, it looks like they're going to push it back to February of 2020. And it's going to be on February 14th, so it's going to be uh, Valentine's Day. Maybe this is a Valentine's Day movie. I don't know. Um. Mm. <laughs> no, but I think we all kind of suspected this because this mm-hmm. originally had a release date of what? October, November? Yeah. Um, and when they announced that they were going to be redesigning him and pretty much redo him for the entire movie, mm-hmm. everybody was pretty much like, well, they can do that in that time frame? Can they, can, can they get that done? And uh, the answer is no, they cannot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it looks like they can't. It yeah, looks like so. it's, it's a ho- totally different design. I mean, it's... it's uh, I'm having a feeling that, you know, they're going to talk to uh, the creators uh, mm-hmm. of Sega yeah. and, 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 and Sonic, and I think they're going to go more of... Because, I mean, they, they stuck with the, the same... Des- like- the original design for so long, you know, and... And for them to change it into yeah. something that it's is almost not... like this. It's almost like they should have done this from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who would have exactly. thought? Mm-hmm. Um, nah, I'm glad they're gonna go back to it. I, I just hope it doesn't. You know, this original trailer doesn't ruin uh, people's mm-hmm. expectations for the movie. Because even if they yeah. do fix it and it comes out to be a, a decent movie, um, it might still get like lackluster attendance because of the controversy from the design. Oh, controversy makes it sound, makes it sound serious. But the backlash from the design. Yeah. All um, right. So, uh, other than that, uh, what other animated uh, film? Yeah. Keeping the have. animated news going. Yeah. Uh, so, Invader Zim, one of my favorite, favorite Nickelodeon animated series. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been gone for about 11 years. They announced last year that the Invader Zim was going to get a mo- uh, movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we finally have a release date. It's coming to Netflix this summer invaders them into the floor florpus into the florpus i yeah. heard about this the, the, this was uh announced a while ago for yes. for the title right but there was no specific date no uh, it was announced last year i mm-hmm. can't remember if it was WonderCon or comic-con mm-hmm. but there was a lot of buzz around it and it originally was expected to be earlier this year mm-hmm. but i guess netflix got the got the exclusive streaming rights to invaders Zim. so hopefully they also add the series to it to the to netflix before the movie gets released um but yeah i think netflix was working on a deal and that's when they're going to release it now yeah i'm surprised how they're not um showing the movie on nickelodeon instead of uh, having on netflix i think because of the repeat viewership um Mm -hmm. i'm not sure what nickelodeon streaming uh ability is Mm -hmm. or what their viewing numbers are but i'm pretty sure if they want to hit like a wider audience Mm -hmm. um Netflix, Netflix would be the way to go, even if it's temporarily for a couple months. They that that's still the way to release the thing, release it now if you want to get some streaming views. Yeah, but I mean, you know, their their television uh, channel. I don't. I, I wonder what the numbers are now for like uh, kids who watch Nickelodeon. Because I mean, I don't think kids even watch Nickelodeon anymore because of no. all the stuff they watch on their tablets. Yeah, well, that's the thing though. It's still Nickelodeon shows on on the tablets. Like it's still. Mm-hmm. 
like my niece, she has Nickelodeon shows on her tablet, but they're downloaded from their streaming mm-hmm. service. So yeah, or from Netflix. All right, then. Uh, what else is going on with news? Uh, so Star Wars um has a another title that they're working on, and we kind of predicted this one too. Um, it is Knights of the Old Republic. Remember mm-hmm. how we talked about it, where you know it seems like there's so much more uh, richer stories back in the day. When they had, you know, um, the whole uh, Jedi Knights, yeah, before the, the, before the they old, all wiped out. Well, not just that, but the older stories were that you would hear references to other, you know, previous Jedi's or mm-hmm. previous Sith, Sith lords, mm-hmm. um, and then like you never, you just hear the stories or you hear the references, but you never like, whoa, that'd be a cool story to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it seems like they have uh, a couple of people working on it right now, uh, writing up uh, drafts and. Uh, hopefully that movie will be greenlit sometime in the future and uh, we'll be having a lot of that stuff to see on screen. So, yeah, yeah, well, pretty exciting to know. It, uh, at the very least, I thought they were going to make a video game about this. They but, really did, yeah. But I'm saying, though, like an extended one or, you know, mm-hmm. DLC stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what else is going on with Star Wars? Uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge got a uh, cast preview last week. Um, a lot of the people that went uh, went there already got to experience some of this stuff, and they weren't able to bring any cameras or anything with them. So pretty much it was just, you know, whatever they bought there, they brought home to mm-hmm. talk about or what they experienced there. Um, they would have to talk about it later. But so far, uh, a lot of people have been saying that uh, it exceeded their expectations, like they had a specific uh, thing that they're expecting uh, from uh, going there, but uh, it, I think it exceeded because that whole land mm-hmm. is so big. They said it, it feels like it, uh, its own park. Well, I mean, it, it's a big chunk of Disneyland that they took out there. Yeah, it is so, a very big chunk. Yeah, yeah so, so that that's kind of cool that they have that. Um, some people talked about their cantina experience. Um, towards the end of the day, there, it was a two-hour wait. But then uh, earlier on the day, everybody wanted to go on uh, the Millennium Falcon. So uh, it, it looks like they, they were flooding towards that way. Um, but other than that, uh, people who went into the cantina said that they felt like it was the actual cantina, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool. Um, they only allowed uh, some of the people that uh, did the cast preview to do 45 minutes of it. Uh, I think that's more than enough time because, I mean, you're going there getting drinks um, and then, you know, just getting the, the, the whole atmosphere. Um, but out of everything, I think the one thing that really stood out to me is the lightsaber. Um, you know, when you go to like Disney, you're able to build your own lightsaber. You're able to like Frankenstein a bunch of different colors yeah, and a bunch they, of they like, have they have all the pieces there. You just put them together, slap them together. You want yeah. this color? Do you want this this uh, handle? This button? Yeah. So they upgraded everything. Uh, this time around, uh, they are selling Kyber crystals. So you build you can build your um, your lightsaber how you want, but mm-hmm. then if you want a specific color, you would have to buy these uh, Kyber crystals. They're in different colors, uh, they, uh, from what I've seen, they have blue, green, uh, white, uh, red. Um, I think they might have some other colors in the future, oh, but oh yeah, purple. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you 
on the handle, it has a, a little area where you can pop it out, uh, the pieces, and then inside you see the kyber crystal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pop the kyber crystal out and put a, a different color in, and it changes the lightsaber color. So it, it's kind of cool. When you take it out, you put in a new uh, kyber crystal, it makes a sound. Like mm-hmm. it's uh, powering up from the, 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 the crystal. So I think the cool thing about this one is that I think it already has those colors in the um Yeah, it embedded it. already. Yeah, um, yeah that's, and that's what I was thinking too. Because I'm like, well, when you said kyber crystal, I'm like, okay, well, maybe an LED crystal they put in there and it's super bright and it eliminates the thing. But the other part is like, well, if they're making sounds, maybe some sort of RFID yeah i think so and mm-hmm. there that the thing will just recognize and know what to reflect so that'd mm-hmm. be cool yeah uh, actually I think that's really cool yeah so another thing that they uh let people do is build your own droids so it's, it's kind of like build a bear <laughs> yeah yeah that sounds expensive I'm yeah it does sound expensive 80 dollar range uh probably <laughs> yeah like just yeah. 79.99 you get your little like you know uh like uh I don't know, BB-8, like this big. <laughs> yeah, because I know that uh, at uh, at uh, Pandora, you can buy those uh, those uh, uh, banshees that you can put on your shoulder and then it just moves their head around and stuff. Those oh. are like already 50 bucks, so. That's more attractive than my group. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's on. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I did see the the pictures of the, the, the you know, that the, ca- the cast, well, I guess part of the cast and the engineers that worked on the project they're all like it's a lot in, of people it's a, lot, it's of a people. lot dude and it's like mm-hmm. it fills up the entire walkway area by the millennium falcon and it's like whoa mm-hmm. um but yeah no i i can't wait to see what everybody thinks about it i, I you know well i'm kind of curious to see how many people are going to complain about how busy it is yeah hey uh surprisingly i thought the um the millennium falcon experience was only four people but uh they had two seats behind so there's six people total hmm yeah, so you can have six people in the the cockpit. I hope it's kind of like a stadium design for the seats, so you can kind of like you know, it look uh, inclined. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Then it's gonna suck for the people in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, ready to get into our f- second segment, streaming? Yes. All right, let's go to streaming. Stream. All right, Anton. Um, one of the shows that we loved. Uh, Top Gear. Uh, we talked about a few few years ago that they moved on to Air, to Amazon, to Amazon mm-hmm. uh, under the name of the Grand Tour after their unceremonious release from the BBC. Yeah, I mean uh, they they still have they still have uh, Top Gear, but it's other hosts in the UK. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I haven't seen the Grand Tour in a while. Like I I I saw bits of the second. Well, I I think I saw like up to the second to last episode of the second season. I'm like, you know, I haven't mm-hmm. finished that. And the third season's already out. I'm going to binge it. That's my mission for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a longer season for the third season. I believe they went up to 13 episodes mm-hmm. and these are lengthy episodes, dude. I, I They did an episode in um, Mongolia and two parter. Each of those parts were easily like an hour and a half long. Yeah. They spent a lot of time shooting this, and yeah, uh, it's amazing how these guys put. Uh, I mean, especially the ed- editors to go through all the footage and put everything together. It's just insane to me. Yeah, the the first yeah. episode they went back to Detroit, um, 
you know how Detroit is now kind of run down, mostly abandoned for some neighborhoods. There's, you know, it's a lot of empty streets. Mm-hmm. So they said they're going to revi- revitalize the Motor City by turning it into a street racing theme park where like they'll just buy <laughs> off like blocks of the city oh, wow. and just let people drive around. <laughs> so they were yeah. just driving. Yeah, they were just driving like the muscle cars around G- Detroit. That was kind of fun. Um, I showed my brother that one. He was, he was enjoying that one. Um, yeah. Hey, since you're talking about Amazon, uh, if you ever have a chance, you should check out Jim Connor files on Amazon because uh, they they basically uh, tried to get Motor City to let them shoot there for the longest time, mm-hmm. but then uh, um, the city of Detroit wouldn't allow it. But then you know because I guess they're kind of desperate for money now, and yeah. the whole city's kind of run down. They're letting a lot of people shoot there, so. <laughs> the grand tour is probably you know <laughs> what's yeah. they can do <laughs> it's empty city yeah um no and then the, they did the two-parter episode in colombia uh mm-hmm. their goal was to be the first show ever to do an episode in colombia where they didn't mm-hmm. mention the c word think drugs anton exports <laughs> oh, okay i thought you were talking about the the one that uh, ends in no no unt no, no. no not, the, not the one not the see you next tuesday yeah um no it's funny but they, they do a lot of reference to the c word uh, mm-hmm. There's one where like they're you know how they usually get their cars and they meet up in one spot the location. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Where's Hammond? Where's Hammond?" And they're like, "Oh, he's out in the ocean. What the hell is he doing floating out in the ocean?" And he's like in this like big buoy, like not buoy, like like his his car's wrapped up in floating middle of the ocean in Saran wrap. <laughs> and they pull over like, "Why? Why? Like, why did you get dropped off in the ocean?" Oh, uh, apparently Colombia has a lot of exports going out. Uh, they 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 go out full. And they come back from the U.S. empty, and so like it's really cheap. It's kind of like a, a one-way flight. They're like, you know, they're coming back anyway. So, you know, storage and and transportation costs are by pennies on the dollar or pennies on the pound. Yeah. Um, so like they're referencing like yeah like, like wait why did they drop you off? Why didn't they just like drop you off at the port? I don't know. They're just like very like good at uh, prepping uh, whatever they 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 export, wrapping it on the on the deck and tossing it over the edge. <laughs> they they seem to be really good at that. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Um, but that yeah, that was fun though. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I I was taking my time with the season. I'm really glad I did mm-hmm. because have you seen the third season yet? No, I haven't seen the third season yet. The last episode. It's a very uh, I got it, 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 you get a lot of feels. It's okay. it's a very it's very emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not gonna spoil it, but I dude I I I love the show. And this season is probably their best season yet for the Grand Tour. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what have you been streaming? Okay. So I've been streaming uh, Expedition Unknown, which is one of our favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, this season is very interesting. Um, uh, I don't know if you've seen the Egypt Live where they got to open up the tomb uh, live on television. Will no. You see that? No, but Josh was promoting it a lot on on his Instagram, and I I wanted to see it, but I I couldn't. Yeah, make dude, it it's pretty awesome. Um, I think it was like yeah, because we watch a lot of like you know Egypt movies where mm-hmm. they open open up the tomb, somebody gets cursed, some some beetles come out, especially you know watching oh, yeah. movies like The Mummy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what we were expecting, but no, um, there was really no smell or anything, which is very interesting and. Uh, I think the thing that I really appreciate about uh, them doing this live is they get questions like right there and then mm-hmm. from viewers. So, uh, yeah, people are asking some very good questions because there are times where when we watch something live, we want to 
uh, ask questions. This, mm-hmm. yeah, it's. I don't think there's there's ever an event like that before. So I'm trying to remember. Is this one? Did they collaborate with a lot of other Travel Channel hosts? No, this one is just mainly him. And okay. uh, uh, actually, I don't know. I don't, uh, there's a couple of people outside that I don't. I didn't really recognize, but they yeah. were. They're uh, helping him host. Yeah, because I think on Hulu, I saw mm-hmm. an ad for it, and they were showing a lot of different like um, other travel channel shows, mm-hmm. but like in Egypt. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like, are they working together for that one live stream, or are they? Is Travel Channel just sending everybody to Egypt for different things? So you know, it's interesting. Uh, um, I, I I was watching uh, a couple a couple of episodes of Expedition Unknown, and they were cross. Uh, promoting a different show called uh, um, Discovering uh, Mummies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's this guy uh, on a different show where he goes around the world to uh, talk about mummies because there are mummies in Mexico. Yep. Uh, Massachusetts was kind of different. Um, yeah. But surprisingly, there's some mummification in, in Massachusetts. Um, yeah, but... Yeah, it's very interesting that 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 they even uh, have something like that because I mean, mummies are a very interesting subject to talk about mm-hmm. because uh, there's a lot of people back in the day, especially like in China, you know, emperors and and queens or or empress, like yeah, they, they would mummify it, it's themselves. A, it's amazing how prevalent mummification was across the globe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because even like Peru, there was natural mum- mummification because the area is so naturally dry and sandy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it I want to say it's easier, but it was very common mummify uh, people, not just like mm-hmm. royalty, but like if you had the money, don't mummify you cheap. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, uh, besides all that mummy stuff, uh, Expedition Unknown is on their sixth season, and uh, they they had a a couple of very interesting. Uh, episodes this season uh one of the one of the the ones that i think would probably interest you would be the crystal skull uh i think <laughs> i've seen that one if not i've seen s- snippets of it because it sounds so familiar that or yeah. he tra- that recovered it on this previous show on sci-fi yeah uh, so uh legend of the crystal skull is the name of the episode and uh it's about uh one of the real uh indiana jones not the real and there is no Indiana Jones. It's just a movie. But there's a guy that found a crystal skull in um, one of the pyramids, Aztecan mm-hmm. like, pyramids uh, in um, I think Honduras or something like that. Yeah. And uh, in the ruins, uh, they found a crystal skull that had uh, some special properties. But then you know, um, it was just in the myth. Uh, but then. Uh, yeah, so then I, I think once in a while th- that crystal skull actually goes to like the Smithsonian or some type of museum where you get to see it. So it's an actual real artifact. So uh, this episode is talking about uh, um, if the crystal skull is real, like mm-hmm. is it made by someone in the modern age or is it someone uh, in, in the Aztec age that made it? Because it looks like something that only a... Uh, modern day machine that is able to make this type of uh, material right yeah and i've heard that before that they don't know if the origin is genuine or if it's, it's just a hoax by a german uh german scientist not scientist but explorer 
Mm-hmm. Um, but the, what makes it tricky is that quartz is a crystal, so you can't really carbon date a crystal. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And we do know that you know the Aztecs have crystals, uh, especially quartz. But uh, in Honduras, there's really no quartz, which is kind of interesting. So, uh, yeah, I haven't finished that episode yet, um, but that's pretty much what they're trying to figure out. Uh, Another episode that I really liked uh, that I watched was Deciphering the Last Nazi Code. Uh, It was a a music sheet, and inside this music sheet, uh, it belonged to one of the... um, uh, one of Hitler's henchmen, like mm-hmm. he was like a, a personal banker, but then uh, there was treasure that was being hidden uh, somewhere, and he basically had someone um, write uh, music and put mm-hmm. like hidden codes in there to decipher where the treasure is buried, mm-hmm. and uh, where that treasure is buried w- would have like um, Hitler's remaining diamonds super mm-hmm. rare diamonds, uh, gold coins, and probably a, a couple other things. So a lot of people actually have copies of the music sheet and people have different theories because some of the stuff that's on there uh, pertains to like a specific area. And then some other people would think that, you know, it, it's not about that area. It's about the history of what's in that music sheet. Yeah, there's a couple mm-hmm. of... Uh older treasure stories that's like that there's another one that's called um crap what's the name um the so there was there like in the western days there was a guy that had uh, a lot of gold he buried it in a cave and to kind of make a map for everybody he he made like riddles um and put him in the newspaper oh yeah i think that's that's one of the episodes in the previous seasons too yeah 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 yeah. i forgot what Uh it's called it's like a cowboy one uh yeah i forgot what it's called but there's a lot of like people still trying to hunt for the treasure trying to decipher the code um Mm -hmm. and then others think that you know because i think there's three pieces two of the pieces were deciphered one of them is still outstanding Mm -hmm. and there's some theories going on like you know the third one could just be a fake well not fake but it was all Mm -hmm. a, a a a prank that mm-hmm. it was never meant to be solved. Like there is no third solution. It's just to keep people on their toes. Yeah, I think it's called uh, the Legend of Jesse James, uh, where he hid a, a treasure on one of the cliffs in a cave, no, Robert's that... cave, Ro- Robert's cave. No, that, that's. I mean, that, that that's another good one too. But I don't think it was mm-hmm. that one. You know. Um, but anyways, yeah. No, I I love all these like Josh Gates like sort like both um his old show Destination Truth. And his current one, Expedition Unknown. Mm-hmm. And yay, I got the names of those those shows right. I always mix them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, that's on. All right. Uh, ready to move on to movies? Uh, one more thing before we go to movies. Um, yeah. Star Trek has a uh, Picard teaser. And I, I, I'm thinking that this is going to be on the CBS All Access uh, streaming service. Yeah, I I need to get into the the Star Trek one since mm-hmm. I have CBS All Access, that crappy streaming service. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I did see that notification from IMDb like news updates, uh, Star Trek Picard. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ooh, yeah. So I, I guess a lot of uh, Picard fans are are geeking out on that one. So I am. I I, I think I would align more on Team Picard when it comes to the Star Trek captains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, all right. Let's move on to movies. 
All right, movie time. All right, so box office numbers. I'm going to go pull up the numbers from uh, up to before this weekend started. Since mm-hmm. we are recording on Sunday, the numbers today are going to be estimates, so I'll rely back on Thursday's numbers. Mm-hmm. So as of Thursday, the 23rd, uh, we're looking at number one, John Wick Chapter 3 at 76.6 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, Avengers Endgame with 39.9 million. Uh, well, I'm reading the wrong numbers. Uh, number two, number two, uh, Avengers Endgame with 781.3 million. That's a little better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Pokemon Detective Pikachu with 102.8 million. Uh, four, A Dog's Journey with 10.8 million. And number five, The Hustle with 26 million. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is, I hope John Wick enjoyed it because it, it, it's done. <laughs> like, that's yeah, it. yeah. Uh, earlier today on our group chat, um, I think it was Rosalind that asked, um, oh, is, uh, you know, is, is John Wick done or, is uh, as Aladdin can take over, and mm-hmm. just has like, well, I I I hope that John Wick uh st- takes number one, but I'm pretty sure Aladdin's gonna take him. Like, really? You're pretty sure? <laughs> like, it's guaranteed. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, it's like, guaranteed. Yeah. I'll be surprised if Aladdin doesn't break freaking mm-hmm. hundred a hundred million this weekend. Not including yeah. Monday. Monday's gonna be a, a nice little like, uh, you know, little bit of a cherry on top there. Yeah. So uh, let's talk real quick about uh, what we were predicting on the previous episode about John Wick. Um, you were saying that, you know, if if there's going to be chapter four, uh, you think it's already done. They, they shouldn't even do a chapter four, right? No, 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 no. I was saying that uh, <laughs> that I doubt that if they planned for it to be only three parts, that they would have started mm-hmm. t- putting the title chapter, chapter one, chapter two, yeah, chapter three. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they that, usually would yeah. put like four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there's going to be more than four? <laughs> I'm predicting five. Yeah. I'm, I, I think, think so I, too. I think they don't want to commit to it yet, mm-hmm. but they they want to do five to keep like a nice like five parter going. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything more than that, then I think they're pushing it. <laughs> yeah, this time around, I felt like uh, a lot of the scenes are a little stretched out because. Um, Okay, so usually for movies that have like one, uh, one one shot movement mm-hmm. compared to like you know cut action, mm-hmm. when it's cut action, you get to see like movements really fast, and you get and almost you can't really see everything. But when you do see everything, uh, it looks like um, okay, fight choreography. You hit a guy. And then there's another guy, but he's just standing there waiting for his turn to come in to get beat. Uh, so it's kind of like the old uh, Jackie Chan movies. Well, and you still see it in action movies. A lot of network shows too. You'll see that. Yeah, but it's like uh, uh usually one shots you see a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, it, it's it, like... and that's a joke that villains are so polite to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah, it's so... his turn. I'm gonna wait. <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, for this movie, because there's so much fighting action in it, a lot of people start to notice that a lot more. So I think that's the only thing I'm worried about the next couple of movies. If they're going to keep going at this pace, people are going to get sick of it. Uh, But I mean, the action is pretty damn good. It's just that people are starting to notice it a lot more. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, 
that you kind of see in a lot of movies. Um, there was a, I can't remember if it was Looper or one of the other uh, movie movie channels on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did a, a little thing like saying like bloopers for fight choreographies. Mm-hmm. And I want to say it was an, I, think, I want to say it was an X, a, a Matrix movie, but I, I can't remember which movie it was. But there's some like where two of the main characters were, were fighting off uh, ninjas. Mm-hmm. Let's say ninjas for the sake of it. And, you know, they're all kind of like scattered around. Some of them are on the ground. Some of them are still kind of fighting. And the camera pans out and there's still one ninja in the background that stands up. And then before the camera finished panning out, you see him just randomly flop backwards again. And the comments and the comment on the video is like, "Yeah, who like who knew our, our stars were such great fighters? They didn't even have to throw a punch at that person. He just kind of got knocked back again." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean it's common in movies. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure the, the way you and Josiah are like fanning out about John Wick, I'm sure that the true fans don't care. Yeah, I don't think uh, the 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 story is whatever. But I mean to. To have like you know open uh, uh, cliffhangers, it's kind of exciting to see what happens next for the superhero. So yeah, yeah. I mean it's a, it's like uh like me with the Expendables. The, do, are explosions happening every single every single time a bullet hits something? Yes. Yeah. It's still fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so until you watch it, uh, I would like to talk to you uh, a lot more about John Wick. But. All right. All right. All right. All right, Anton. Uh, we also got a nice little trailer. I'll say teaser uh, for the new Terminator movie mm-hmm. directed by uh, James Terminator Cameron. Dark. Yes, no, it's, not, it's not directed by James Cameron. Or produced. Sorry, produced. Uh, produced. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Terminator Dark Fate. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it's going to be uh, directed by the same director of Deadpool. Ooh. Trying to think. I'm trying to remove the comedy out of Deadpool mm-hmm. and just trying to. No, nah, that worked. Action scenes, yeah, yeah it's it works. good. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it's golden. Right. Yeah, and with uh, James Cameron uh, producing it, executive producing it, it's gonna be solid. You know, yeah, for sure. it's, <laughs> it's funny how hard they're promoting uh, that James is back uh, mm-hmm. for the franchise because I saw <laughs> the 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 trailer. I saw it was a teaser. I saw on Instagram, like one of the ads. Yeah, James it Cameron was, returns. No, it was it was literally Terminator. James Cameron, and then half a second later, between the text that fades in, uh, uh, rejoins the rejoins the franchise. I'm like, <laughs> wow! Like they just had a little dis- uh, disclaimer there. Yeah, um, I think they're at like uh, Terminator eight or nine right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of Terminator films. It's a lot of Terminator movies, and also it's a lot of uh, time jumps, mm-hmm. and each one kind of alters the timeline. So. Honestly, we're probably not in the same world that would have that 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 you know that sent the original Terminator back to the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Skynet has had so many incarnations now; it's not even funny. Like it's, it's we get it; we're doomed. <laughs> yeah, and, and we're done with John Connor. I mean, <laughs> his story is long done. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Command Commander Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, what do you think of uh the the Governor? <laughs> he made a little cameo in the trailer. Uh, yeah, we we get to see some of our favorite um, heroes a little aged in this movie. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I've heard some controversy about the beard for 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 Arnold. He's rocking his, yeah. his salt and pepper beard. Yeah, but I mean, at least they uh, well, at least he worked out a little bit just to you know get into more of the 
the old shape that he used to be in, which he looks good. Oh yeah, he was he was getting kind of doughy, but he's back in shape. Um, good yeah. and and not soon enough because uh, he got uh, sucker kicked in South Africa. Did you hear about that? Oh no, I did not. Yeah, he was doing an event in South Africa, and he was on a Snapchat. He was doing a video on Snapchat, or whatever. And uh, apparently, some guy, random guy, broke through security and and did a air kick to his back. But because the funny, they thought that he was gonna, you know fight back or something or no and i and i'm trying to remember off the story after my head he shouted out some nonsense it, it, it mm-hmm. is honestly a pro, like a uh somebody trying to like go viral or whatever mm-hmm. um because he shot out some random crap like something about my ferrari something i don't know what it was um uh, but yeah but it's funny because the 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 video from outside or from like the side perspective of like what somebody captured of the guy kicking him you can see he he kind of a little jolt but uh-huh. you know he got kicked in the back and he didn't really stumble. But meanwhile, on a Snapchat video, you can't even notice. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Actually, I posted it on our Twitter. I say I posted it on the Instagram. Um, I want to see. I want to get his exact quote. Oh, okay. This is what he said. Uh, the, the the person who kicked him said, "Help me! I need a Lamborghini." Yeah, there you go. See, he's just trying to get for the views. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah. Um, but yeah. So this, Ar- Ar- Arnold's not pushing any, uh, pressing any charges. No, so. but but South Africa is though. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Coming, coming. Also, you can't. The country can't just sit back and not do anything when when a major celebrity like that gets assaulted, because mm-hmm. then other celebrities are gonna be like, "Well, I don't want to get assaulted back there," and the country's not gonna get back. So the country's yeah. saying we're gonna handle this. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, but this is what Arnold said to, about the guy uh, that kicked them. I'm just glad the idiot didn't interrupt my Snapchat. <laughs> he gets kicked in the back by surprise. Yeah. And doesn't even stumble. And his thing is, ah, at least I didn't, get, at least I didn't ruin my Snapchat. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's so hilarious. that's a good, it's a good thing he's back in shape. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering. So there's two things with the whole trailer and the Terminator having a beard. Mm-hmm. One, we know that the skin is organic. That. Mm-hmm. It's it's alive, I should say. The the, ex- yeah. the exterior for the robots is exterior, uh, mm-hmm. is is a uh, living. Mm-hmm. So I guess that they, makes they sense. They need too. more stem cells for uh, re aging, anti aging. He needs to use more cream. Yeah, seriously. I mean, <laughs> I, at, what, at what point do they reskin their robots? Because I'm sure the the exos the the skeleton, the the Terminator, actual the robot, uh, is going to live longer than skin. So at what uh-huh. point do they reskin it? Anyways, um, the other part is. I wonder if we're seeing the guy that the Terminator is based off of. Because I can't remember if they ever explained where they got that that design, that human design for the Terminator. Oh, are you talking about the liquid uh, metal? Uh, no, not even, not even the liquid metal. The, 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 I'm talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, if, it, you know, if, if there's a robot that looks like a human, you know, where's the model? I mean, even video games, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the characters that we know in video games... They're based off real either models or uh, actors. Mm-hmm. In some cases, they look like they're voice actors, but like they're based off somebody. So I wonder if the same thing with the Terminators. Do the do they have some sort of model that they use for the skins? And are we seeing the guys based off of? Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. Okay, so kind of like an origin story on how they have uh, yeah skin. Okay. Yeah, watch, watch, watch. The end of this story is going to be Arnold dying, and then the twist is. We'll use him. We'll use him for uh, as a Terminator design. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, All right Anton. Uh, ready to get to our main movie topic? 
Yeah. Yes, but before that, uh, I just want to point out real quick. Uh, Booksmart is coming out, and that oh, yeah. movie is directed by Olivia Wilde. It's getting a lot of buzz. It's a hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes, fresh tomatoes on Rotten Tomatoes, which is kind of uh, interesting. Yeah, no, that's kind of a unexpected one. Booksmart yeah. is owned by who got Booksmart? So I'm looking through my list right now. Mm, oh, uh, Vixen. So Victoria and Sunny on our movie draft, mm-hmm. they got that. Yeah, they it's got kind the of uh, interesting. I I would like to see that movie. Um, I think it comes out this week. Um, yeah. The, the thing is, the, the girl, uh, Caitlin, uh, Dever, Dever. Um, mm-hmm. I know her from uh, the Tim Allen show, Last Man Standing. She's freaking hilarious in that. So, I'm I'm sure oh. she she nailed it in this one. Oh, uh, yeah. The movie already came out. Uh, came out this past week on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's probably my, that's on my list. But things also, dude. This weekend had a lot of good releases. Uh, because mm-hmm. we were talking about um Aladdin. We also had uh Brightburn, and then this one, Booksmart. So a lot of solid movies yeah. that came out this weekend. Um, yeah, I have a feeling Brightburn is going to be uh, a little burnt out. Damn. I still want to see it, though. <laughs> yeah. All right, Anton. Now can we get into our main topic? <laughs> yes, let's do that. All right. Uh, so as if the hint earlier in this episode wasn't enough, we're going to be talking about Aladdin. Um, mm-hmm. I got to see it on Friday night. When did you go see it, Anton? Uh, I also got to see it on Friday night. Yeah. All right. Uh, first off, I want to say, dude, I love the music and the dancing. I was a little skeptical because... A lot of the trailers, they hinted at music, mm-hmm. but we got little snippets. We never got a full trailer. We never got a full song out of it, except um, that a whole new world uh, version sang by I'm forgetting the name of the artist. But that that wasn't the version they used. Oh, um, like, same Malik oh, okay. and uh, that other girl. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Starts with a Z. Um, mm-hmm. but dude, th- I love it, dude. It's so it's it's a great musical. Um. I also when your love expectations the are the... really low, then I think you would really like this movie. Not even that, but I think it's because they did. I mean, we were expecting kind of like a, a Disney meets Bollywood experience, and they did it, mm-hmm. um, both with the the comedy and the physical humor. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, so a lot of things I want to point out about this movie is they modernized it in so many ways, and they're trying really hard to give credit and show some appreciation for middle eastern cultures in general mm-hmm. um so much even like little twists so in the beginning of the movie um in the animated one after aladdin has his chase scene um that the, 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 they do the whole street rat song uh he walks away with a loaf of bread and then before he eats it he hands it to a starving kid that he sees in the mm-hmm. live action he's eating a bag of dates mm-hmm. so but he I also thought, has a, a bread on the side did you see he has what? He has bread on the side too. No, not separate. Um, but no, but that's what he hands to the kid though, the dates. And I'm like, my head, I'm like, well, I said it out loud too. Um, like, oh, great. They're trying to be healthy. They take away the bread and put, gave him fruit. And that's what my girlfriend points out. Like, no, but dates are like a big thing in the Middle Eastern culture. I'm like, oh, that's true. Yeah, that's, you're all right. Yeah, I but guess. you don't you don't get full off of dates though. I know, right? Well, also, <laughs> he didn't steal the dates. He got paid uh-huh. with dates mm-hmm. for stuff he stole. Uh, yeah. L- but little... later on, he did go on a date, though. Oh God! <laughs> um, I'm I'm guessing we're gonna go high level on this one. We're not, we don't want to get too spoilerish. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we don't have a lot of time to go, to go spoilerish on this one. Well, it doesn't matter what spoilers. This movie's been out. That's true, and that's one yeah. thing I, I, we should point out is 
they stayed really really true to the original animated one mm-hmm. but also they added some stuff to smooth out the story um mm-hmm. and something i referenced in our in our movie movie chat um with our some movie draft friends is that they added scenes to make the love story between aladdin and jasmine um their connection more organic mm-hmm. i feel like an animated one it would kind of just accept it because she's a princess and he's like you know like a lovable scoundrel that they're gonna fall in love and this one there was uh you know give and take will they won't take a little bit even though you know they will they still mm-hmm. developed the love story a little bit differently and, and didn't force it yeah so uh i like how you said that you know they they kind of pointed out um and and make the the, the female uh role in this movie to be more um modernized modernized yeah so uh a female that has you know a lot of power and um is equal to every other person mm-hmm. um this is something that i'm kind of uh interested on seeing how uh, the Middle Eastern culture is going to take in when they see this film. Um, I mean, it's over there in this time and age. I don't think people really accepted to have women as uh, an equal in that culture. Uh, I, fe- I I think that some of the traditional countries are starting to um, they're starting they're Adapt. starting to uh, get uh, woke. Uh, but you're right, there mm-hmm. are a lot of countries out there that are still very. Yeah, I'm still here. Why are you beeping? I don't know. Um, I see you fine. Anton, can you hear me? Yeah, I see you. All right, yes. All right, cool. Um, let's say, oh, so there's a lot of countries right now that are, that, you're right, there's still some of that are, that are traditional and where mm-hmm. women are uh, subvertive. And not as good, I was going to go with this. Oh, uh, but yeah, you're right. There, there's a lot of, you know, giving more power to women in this movie. Uh, also, a new character they introduce, uh, Dahlia, played by Nassim Pedrad from SNL. Um, she's the princess's handmaiden. handmaid. However, mm-hmm. she's very sassy and talks back a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, even that, I, like I a like, servant that yeah. that's a servant that talks back, I don't think is really acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's a good uh, a way to have more of a, a comedic factor on yes uh jasmine's side because we we have um uh genie and and aladdin and uh i guess that one thing that they changed about this is you know even though i guess is it kind of a spoiler because i mean it's a it's a different take on genie at towards the end mm-hmm. there yeah but okay but I so think it's, it's for good though yeah, but it, it balanced out the story, too, because I think of the animated one, we get a lot of Aladdin and Genie time. And mm-hmm. every now and then we go back to J- Jasmine. So giving Jasmine somebody a confidant to bounce off of and like kind of riff comedy with, um, it, it, it allows the story to go back and forth between the two without being heavy on one side. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you want to just pan to Jasmine being all mopey and, and emo in her bedroom alone. And then back mm-hmm. to Aladdin and Genie having fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you had to rate this movie, uh, what would you rate it? Ooh, dude, I loved it. I'm going to give it a 4.5 out of 5. Oh, wow. That's pretty high. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if it's because I'm still on the on the musical high on that one. Yeah. I think you probably are. Um, I'm a 4. I'm a 4. You're a 4? Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, Julie... She really likes the old Aladdin. 
she likes the the original singers um the one that wasn't the voice of the actors but the the ones that were behind mm-hmm. the scenes singing the song um the girl was leah salonga do you know who that is sounds familiar familiar yeah leah salonga she was the voice of no she wasn't um she sang a lot of disney songs for disney um let's see here she's she Filipino. did yeah i'm trying to pop the song right now oh yeah she did a, a whole new world the the original one yeah yeah so long ago uh-huh mm-hmm. um so an, a negative i do want to point out not just the music though but um the animation for genie uh the blue face was a little bit weird uh, it, mm-hmm. and no, this is not like a, a hit on Will Smith, but it's it, it, the CGI just looked like it was a little bit off, and I don't know if they're trying to go for that half cartoony, half real, or what was going on there. But I felt very cheaped out with the with the with the genie animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it's a good thing that they they balance out uh, having him in CGI and also having him. Uh, not CGI, just his regular self. So yeah. I think there's a good balance there in between. Um, yeah, but I mean, Will Smith did a great job, though. Like, mm-hmm. and and he wasn't he wasn't trying to be Robin Williams. He was mm-hmm. clearly having fun in the role, which adds a whole new level to the to to him in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. And it, he was great for dramatic scenes. Like there was a part mm-hmm. where I was He's like, great. I was getting the feels. I'm like, oh, yeah. dude, you can't, you can't hurt Genie like that. <laughs> okay, so uh, I want to ask you this. Do you think there's going to be a sequel? Because uh, the original Aladdin cartoon had a sequel, The Return of Jafar. Um, No, and I hope there's not a sequel. They have so many other movies. and they... Whoa, What was that? Because the original had uh, Return of Jafar. Which sucked. It was straight to VHS. And it wasn't mm-hmm. until Aladdin uh, King of Thieves that... Uh, that uh yeah king of thieves um that that kind of brought him back mm-hmm. uh so they have to leave this one alone uh, but mm-hmm. no they I mean they have the like coming out next month uh they have a lot of other you know movies in the disney vault that they can live action so i think this is fine leave it alone mm-hmm. <laughs> okay i'm just excited for milan because uh yes probably one dude, of my favorite films i want those battle scenes so, so bad mm-hmm. um and i think they i think we talked about it, that they confirmed there's gonna be a uh, um, uh, make a man out of you as as their as their soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, any other notes you want to talk about for Aladdin? Are we good here? Nope. I think that should be it. All right. If people don't want to make us go speechless, Anton, how can they do that? <laughs> they can go to uh, www.the2oc.com on our website and uh, maybe buy some stickers or t-shirts. And also, uh, if there was something that we talked about on the show. Um, maybe they would like to purchase. Uh, they can go on our Instagram, Twitter, or anything. Uh, sometimes we have links to certain things, and it get, goes straight to Amazon. It gives us a little kickback uh, when they purchase something. So make sure to do that. Uh, the people can also follow us on social media at the Two OC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, I believe the contest was pr- is pretty much gonna be over by the time this episode comes out. Uh, mm-hmm. But you have until the end of the 20... Here, am I going to get it right? Yeah, you have until uh, the end of the 29th, like 11.59 p.m. P- P- uh, Pacific Standard Time to sign up for the contest on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can also send us an email to mail at the 2 com, Or, yeah, just let us know what you think about Aladdin. 
What do we get right? What do we get wrong? And uh, don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcatcher app. And also subscribe to us on YouTube. The YouTubes. All right. On Anything else that I missed? Uh, also, this week's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook try, uh, download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So that's pretty much it. Yay. Mm-hmm. All right. For the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Dwell. Really? <laughs>